Yo, 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 yo. Overrun with BTG. What up, people? Um, shit. Gotta start off with some bad news. Uh, rest in peace to Vincent Jackson. Uh, former Chargers and Tampa Bay receiver. You know, I knew, a, I knew a lot about him because, for one, we're the same age, which is scary. He passed away at 38. Uh, no details has come out as of yet. It actually, the news I actually got today, the day that it was actually, uh, you know, given to us, broke to us. Um, sad, man, because I'm 38. You know what I mean? And uh, again, I, I really, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I don't care about the details, but I will say that. Whatever it is, you know, this man is not here anymore at the age of 38. Um, three-time pro bowler. The man was a, he was a nice receiver. I'll put it to you like that. He was definitely a Raiders killer. You know what I mean? It was a lot of cats on, it was a lot of cats on that San Diego team, that franchise in general that used to kill my team. Um, he was definitely one of those players. So I send my condolences to his family. And, uh, yeah, that sucks, man. That really sucks. Like 2021 is, you know, is 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 starting off uh, just as almost almost just as bad as, um, you know, twenty twenty. Even though we know what twenty twenty was, we couldn't wait to get out of that goddamn year. But twenty twenty one isn't doing that much better. Um, that pretty much sucks. But uh, this is pretty much bad news. This whole episode, because you know, as a Laker fan, you know our. Our main concern, and you know, we gloat, we talk a lot of shit, you know, as we should, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, that's just what we do. Most of us, most of us are friendly. All of us are cocky. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Um, I will say this though, man. I want to, I want to give a, a shout out to Bulls Nation though. Uh, my, my boy Dave, <laughs> we had one of the best, I was a part of one of the best episodes. Uh, last week, and it, it it was just the the Bulls outcast. Um, you know, every time they have a a game, you know they they you know they'll talk during the game. They'll definitely talk after the game. They talk before, during, and after the game. Uh, three solid cats. I know Dave. I think the other guy, his name is Matthew. And I forgot the other guy's name is, but I really like him because he doesn't like in and out. Uh, it seems like he has a gripe towards, uh, LA, California in general, which I love in a fun, generous way. I know he's a Bears fan, so I guess I could pick on him about that too. Um, but, you know, Clipper Daryl, you know, the Clippers played the Bulls last, I think it was Friday. Last Friday, and I was speaking up Clipper Daryl because they was playing the Clip because they was playing the Clippers, and Clipper Daryl was they were on hot mic, and they were actually playing. Uh, he Clipper Daryl was actually in another on another um, platform with a. I don't know if he does it with another fan or if he does it with random fans, and I just kept bringing his name up. I kept talking about him. I brought him up um, on the Bulls Outcast. And lo and behold, he hopped in there and it, 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 it was some technical difficulties, but that was, that's what, that made my weekend right there. That made my weekend. I was able to join, uh, and also benefit to the podcast. So you had a Laker fan, you had Clipper Daryl, and then you had the Bulls outcast crew. 
And it was just, it was just dope, man. You, we threw jabs back and forth and stuff like that. That was a moment. Like that type of stuff is what I hang my hat on when it comes to podcasting. Just random shit like that. And I'm a, like I said, I'm a fan. And, and if you don't know this, listening to my sports podcast, uh, I am a closet Bulls fan. And, and, and the reason why is, and I probably said this on earlier episodes, but I'm pretty sure nobody's going to go back to those, but. We had the WGN network out here, which means we got just about the same amount of Bulls games as Laker games. You know, obviously we had all Laker games, right? But we had some Bulls games, which was great. I didn't, I never understood that. I never understood why it was just, you know, why it had to be the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Out of all the other teams, it was the Bulls. So I grew up watching Chicago. You know what I mean? I I grew up watching Chicago. Now, of course, my basketball started with the Lake Show. So I started watching basketball in the 80s, but started to understand it more in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? And you already know that transitioning into Shaq and Kobe. But transitioning from the Laker, from the Lake Show to Chicago, you know what I mean? So I got everything. You know what I mean? Um and it was just dope. It was just dope, you know. And I pick on the Bulls fans because I can. I'm a, my Lakers side picks on the Bulls fans or whatever, and that goes for numerous reasons. Like, and I'll save those reasons for when I get into a debate that I'll probably win because they don't have much ammo. But at the same time, I kind of scale back a bit when I do criticize because I do like the Bulls. And look, it's kind of like. It's kind of like me being a Raiders fan. It's like when the Raiders are playing good, it's good for the NFL. When Chicago is playing good, it's definitely good for the NBA. You know what I mean? But, you know, they're, they're still on their way back. You know what I mean? Like the whole losing Derrick Rose, that was that took a hit. You know what I mean? So that was a hit. That was a huge hit for the franchise in general. Um, but, yeah, that happened Friday, man, and that was pretty dope, man. So shout out to the uh, the Bulls outcast. Shout out to the Bulls nation. There was a lot of fans that were, you know, they don't get the jokes or whatever. They see a Laker fan. I'm, only, I'm the only Laker fan up in there, and, you know, Dave said it best. They they, uh, they upset. <laughs> they emotional and stuff like that, just like every fan base is. You know, they, every fan base is the same. Some fan bases might be a little bit more crazier, like, like Raider fans, I'm a Raider fan. They're crazy. Dallas Cowboy fans are crazy. Uh, I'm starting to see a little. You know, there's a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans out here. They're a little bit, a little bit. They crazy too, or whatever. They they are borderline. They're cool but delusional at the same time, um, because a lot of them are like they love the they love Pittsburgh, but they some of them don't like Ben Roethlisberger for obvious reasons, right? Um, who else that we got out there? Clipper fans, by the way. And this is a tricky one because Clipper fans, some of the Clipper fans, uh, used to be Golden State fans. You know what I mean? And I mean, but some of the Clipper, some of the older, some of, some of the newer Clipper fans before Kawhi and PG 13, I mean, yeah, before PG 13 got there were, uh, they went over to the Warriors. So it was, it was, it, it was just, it's a whole, I'm going to have to make a whole nother episode about that one. But no, there's some crazy fan bases out there. The Knicks, you know what I mean? Boston Red Sox fans, you know, I'm a Dodger fan, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of Houston. Y'all got some crazy uh, baseball fans too. Let's not, you know what I mean? I don't, don't get me started with soccer. 
Anyhow, though, there's crazy fan bases all over. So I don't just say the Chicago Bulls fans is emotional and stuff like that because all of all the fan bases are emotional, crazy, and see, come on, we got the, we still got the black hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? These niggas dress up. These are doctors, lawyers, uh, uh, fucking pilots, you know, priests or whatever. And these niggas can't wait till Sunday come around or Thursday and, and to or Monday to put fucking paint on their faces and these costumes and shit like that. Raiders are the best fans uh, out of. Every sport combined. I'm sorry. I, that might sound a little biased, but you got to think about it. Like, nigga, we're Halloween every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, if there was a game, we're getting dressed up. That's just how it is. You know what I mean? We got a fan base like that. And Raiders, I'm going to say it right here, right now, one open run with BTG. That um, if you become a Raider fan, you can help eliminate racism. <laughs> Anyhow, let's get back to the uh, somewhat bad news. It's kind of a little bit of good news now since uh, we got the MRI results. So, you know, we had a game yesterday uh, against the Nuggets, and we lost that one, and which is not a big deal because I expected them to lose against Memphis. You know what I mean? I actually expect them to lose against OKC because they had, we played OKC back to back. Then we had Memphis, but we had played so many, uh, overtime games. You know what I mean? So at that point, I'm like, I thought that Memphis game was going to be one of those rest, rest, or even like we're not going to play at a high level, but they end up one thing that I've learned about this, this Laker team this season is that. Their resurgence during the second half, their defense picks up. You know what I mean? At one point, we're down by 16, down by 20, down by 9, down by 10. And next thing you know, I blink, and boom, we're up by 2, up by 3, or up by 10 with like 3 minutes left or something like that. So the defense has been solid, even though we lost two key pieces, two key uh, rim protectors, you know what I mean? And a perimeter defender, but he also didn't play in a bubble. But we lost three key defenders on that team. You know what I mean? Um, yet and still, we're still playing. We're coasting right now. You know what I'm saying? Just like LeBron, and LeBron is my MVP, uh, but that's a whole nother episode in itself. But he has been doing the same thing the team has been doing, which is coasting. Now there's a bit of concern because AD did go down. Um, and it looked... You know, it looks serious. You know, and I got that. I'm watching a game. I'm I'm actually um I'm multitasking at this point. Like I got the game on and I was also working on some other stuff. And next thing you know, I look down, paying attention to something else, text message comes across my uh screen, my boy Will, and he put A D shaking my head. We already know what that is. And in, in the group chat, Laker Nation in general. But in a group chat, if you put AD shaking my head, we already know, or this nigga AD, we already know what that means. My wife already knows. She's like, damn, this nigga is always on the floor. Now, this particular time, he didn't fall. But every time, and I mean every time since last season, since he's came to the Lakers, every time he hit the floor last season, and I remember, I want to say it was the, was it the Rockets game? I can't remember which game. Uh, and it was during a regular season, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure if it happened in a bubble as well, because it, it's too far back. 
But I remember in, I want to say it happened before the pandemic. Did it happen before the pandemic? Or after? I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Because I know, obviously, before the pandemic, it had to be before March. And then after that, it was the bubble. And that was when AD had hurt his back. Like his tail, he fell on his tailbone. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm like, fuck. And also when he had got hurt in the finals in game five, it was game five he got hurt. And we was like, oh, even Braun shook his head like, not right now, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not right now. And he, he thugged through it. You know what I mean? And we damn sure could have won that game. Um, and Bron played, Bron and Jimmy played a hell of a game, but he got injured in that game and it was like, fuck. Cause the hard thing is, as long as he gets to the playoffs, as long as he gets to the playoffs, honestly, it's not as long as he gets to the play, it's as long as he gets to the finals. And even then, it's like, bro, at the end of the day, he cannot get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm cool with it. Uh, the report, the, the report has come out, the update has come out and it's a strained calf. And I'm cool with that. Now, just sit down. I was actually comfortable with him sitting down before because I knew, like, yo, it's, just, it's different. Besides these players being different from the generation that we're used to, I'm an 80s baby, so you know what I mean. You know where I'm coming from. But besides them being built different, they're more athletic, they're quicker, you know what I mean? They're more agile, but they're not more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not more durable than the players of yesterday. And so it scares me, bro. Like, like these injuries are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Even going over to football, it seemed like football, they have more injuries, you know? Um, and it's like the way he was reaching, I'm like, fuck, that's the Achilles. That's the Achilles. That's the Achilles. Went to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, he's touching his Achilles. He's touching his Achilles. And then it started to, you know, calm down a little bit. It was like, well, maybe it was a partial tear or maybe it was a um, bruise or something like that. Like, we kept being optimistic, right? Then Woes came out today, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, after the game, um, you know, fly back to L.A. And um, they was like, yes, yeah, a strained calf muscle. So uh, that's what he's going to be dealing with. He's going to be out to close to a month two to three weeks, which is cool. You know what I mean? Like, so he's going to miss somewhere between, I'll say, somewhere in between seven to nine games, somewhere around there within those two to three weeks, seven to nine games. That's cool, man. If we could, if we can maintain and go, I would say go 500 out of that, I'm cool with that. Because in, in all honesty, I get it now. Now we're at the, we're at the point where home court, really matters now because we're back playing in our in our stadiums. At the end of the day though, just like last year, even though they have to earn our respect and earn our trust, and believe me when I say respect and trust when it comes to these two, I mean when it comes to this team, um that would be that would definitely be uh the Clippers. But the thing is, <clears throat> I don't know how they're gonna do the whole fan thing. When it comes to, you know what I mean? Like, cause they're, they're, they're putting a limited, I don't know if there, if there's going to be limited fans. Let's put it, let's, let's say that. I don't know yet. Um, 
It's still a home game, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? I will say this. If if they allow a certain amount of fans to be in the arena, then um, it matters. But if not, if not, then I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted because I just had some coyotes walk past me. Um, but if not, then we, we're back to the bubble situation. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it probably is like a little whole mind games or mind trick things like you being at the home, being at the Staples Center and, you know, you having Laker logos and shit like that. Our jerseys is up in the Raptors and on, on a wall and shit like that. And that's cool or whatever. Um, but it's a whole totally different ball game if you're letting, you know, I don't know. A thousand to two thousand, maybe three thousand fans in the in the arena. You know what I mean? That makes a difference. You know what I mean? And 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 you're going to be able to hear those fans. Oh, I wish we could have a packed. Uh, I wish we could have a packed arena right now. I wish we could because you could tell with that bubble, man. It did a lot. Like some people focus, and some people did. Like like some people feed off of the crowd, and I think more people feed off of the crowd than get nervous in the moment. Me, honestly, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I get that there's some players that might buckle under pressure if they haven't played in the playoffs or haven't played that much in the playoffs, never been to the finals, you know what I'm saying, or been to the finals but didn't play, you know what I mean? So it's like I, I can get that part, but we've had, you know, Gasol has, has, has been to, I think he was on that Toronto team, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, Let's see, who else we got? Um, we got some cats. Well, we do have some guards that haven't been, you know what I mean, that far. So I get, I, I, I get that. But for the most part, everybody else is, you know what I mean. Now, Trez don't look like he buckles under pressure. You know, I know he had a lot to deal with because he has some uh, personal issues that was going on last year. You know, he and he got late to the bubble. Um, but I don't think he gonna have an issue. I think he he's hungry. I think he wants to play. You know what I mean? Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, it, 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 it made us a little bit nervous. I just say we got to maintain. And the reason why I brought up the whole arena and, and, and um, home court advantage is because it really doesn't matter in the West. It really didn't matter in the bubble where you were seated. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to lock in, you're going to lock in. Now, I'll get it. Maybe depending on where you, 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 you're you seated, you know, the the Lakers and the Clippers might end up playing each other in the second round. I get that. You know what I mean? So that's we who's going to stop the you know, who's going to stop who from getting to the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? Everybody wants, you know what I mean, the the dream matchup which is the Clippers and the Lakers but in the Western Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we'll see one of those, you know, I I doubt if the 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 Clippers end up you never know, but I doubt if the Clippers end up the number 1 seed and we we end up the number 8 seed or playing or something like that where we end up playing them in the first round, but um to me it's like whatever, you know what I mean? Utah is doing the same thing Atlanta did some years ago. Uh they're also doing the same thing that they've been doing is, you know, they're a good regular season team. In a playoff, they're going to match up against another team just as even as they are. It's going to be a dog fight, and then they're going to fall off. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. They're the number one offense and defensive team as of right now. You know what I mean? And you got 
I'm not, again, no disrespect to the East, but there's not too many teams on the East that I'm really, I mean, besides Brooklyn, we already know what it is. The Cats got them penciled in, and I think we played them this week, but there's a possibility, well, AD is not going to play. There's a possibility that KD doesn't play, um, but that was going to be the first matchup against Brooklyn, and all the soldiers is not there. It'll be something big if his, you know, L.A. versus New York. And that's crazy because when I say New York, we're not talking about the Knicks. I would love to see a, uh, I would love to see a Los Angeles Lakers versus the New York Knicks finals. I would love to see that. I would, but uh, as of right now, you know what I mean. Again, the West is still strong. The West is still strong, and I'm not about to sit up here and shit on the Clippers like that because they're actually doing their thing. You know what I mean. And some games they made it look easy. You know, but. I will say that, um, yeah, man, we got it. It's an uphill battle, but I think the most important thing is AD just got to get his rest. You know what I mean? That's my main concern. Anything else? I'm like, look, let's cruise. You know, I know at the end of the day, um, that's when it picks up after All-Star, after the All-Star game. So he most likely won't be back until after All-Star weekend, which is fine with me. Get all the rest Get all the rest that he needs. As long as we we can maintain. If we don't drop no lower than four or five, I'm good with that. I'm I'm actually solid with that. And you know what? I'm actually fine. I'm actually fine with that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I do. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do want home court. If I if we gonna get it, I do want home court. Niggas is fighting for that home court though. <laughs> and you got to remember, it's ten games off. You know what I'm saying? We it's a discount. It's a discount season, so we're only going up to 70 dues. So right after that All-Star, after right after All-Star weekend, we got to lock in. We got to lock in, and and I like the roster. You know what I mean? As of today, you know, Cass has been talking about Blake Griffin is up for grabs because he doesn't, you know, Detroit deactivated him. You know what I'm saying? So he could be possibly up for grabs. They're trying to move, they're trying to move Drummond. I've been trying to get him for years. You know, we definitely could use an inside presence. Who would I rather have? I would definitely take drum. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Have drumming at the five and AD at the four. Are you fucking kidding me? I would take that in a heartbeat. I would take that in a heartbeat. Blake Griffin is not a sexy name anymore. It's not a sexy name. Um, it's not, you know, shout out to my boy, country boy. Uh, he's right. We haven't seen him. He, his highlight days is probably on a downslope. At the same time, Blake is a good player, bro. This is what we got to understand, though. Like, I think we have this thing where we we misunderstand the levels of players and the expectations. The expectations that fans give players is ridiculous at this point. And it's all because I think certain cats want to be there first. They want to be like, yeah, I was on the Zion train first. Or I was on the John Morant train first. I was, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, it is cool. That's what we've been doing. You know what I mean? Well, nah, back in the 90s, it's just that shit just developed. Because, you know, if you did watch college basketball back in the day, you were a fan of college basketball players like certain players. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, I know who does and who doesn't watch it you know, or whatever. But it's like everybody wants to be on the first, on the train first. Um, but the expectations that y'all attaching to these players don't make any sense to me because it's like, it doesn't matter if they're a lottery pick or not. Like just because they're a lottery pick doesn't mean they're going to the hall of fame. You know what I mean? But y'all putting hall of fame 
pressure on them early. And it's like, I think that was a misunderstanding about like, for example, a zone. Now there were media that it was media. It was Laker fans. And then it was non Laker fans that had all these different expectations based off of it's the Lakers, his pops is yapping. And like, I didn't understand that. I still don't understand to this day how they got mad at LeVar. It's stupid, whatever. But the fact that it was so many different expectations that y'all allowed the narrative to be Zoe is going to be the person that replaces Kobe. No, no. And even if you didn't believe that, that was the type of narrative that was out there. Like he's supposed to be the savior. He's the hometown kid. Like, no, some of these cats is coming into the league and some of them is going to be solid role players. Some of them might be a franchise changer. Some of them might be a bust. You know what I mean? Because again, y'all got to remember, some of these cats is not made like the cats that was made in the 80s and the 90s and even the early 2000s. You know what I mean? So all I'm saying is like, it's unfair expectations. You know what I'm saying? It's just really un unfair expectations, but um, I'm excited though. I'm excited though. You know, Brooklyn is going to be one we're going to have to watch out for. Um, I, I, I want to see if they're going to be able to run through the East. You know, it, they're not, a, they got them penciled in just pure off of talent alone, but you got to really look at that roster. We got to see if anybody's going to make any changes. But Drummond, man, I didn't see any, I didn't, I didn't see any Laker packages for Drummond. And I'm actually fine with the roster besides Gasol. I'm not really mad at Gasol right now because, um, you still got to give him a chance to perform in the playoffs. It can't be the opposite way around. Like niggas is hyped that Danny, we got Danny Green last year, but then when he got to the playoffs, we automatically knew that he was going to be the reason he was going to be the third player in rotation with other, you know, the, I mean, third options, you know what I'm saying? In rotation with other third options. Like we expected him to get off. It didn't happen like back in the day with those Spurs teams. You know what I mean? Um, so I got to get Gasol a chance unless, unless Rob is like, no, we need to make a move now. And the only reason why I say that now is because of the AD injury as well. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I think Rob P, I think the Laker organization is smart enough to understand what's going on. You know what I mean? They, they know better than we know this time around. So we'll see. We'll see. At this point, I'm like, yo, just just rest, man. Just rest. You know, because after this season, like, I I'm I I said LeBron gotta bring us a title. He the moment that he signed with us that summer, he gotta bring us that title. You know what I mean? Now, because of the re-up on the roster, I'm like, yo, and this was prior to the Brooklyn roster. You know what I mean? Um, this was even prior to Houston breaking up. Um, I'm like, yo, we got to repeat. We got. I need one more. I I was I was fine with just one. Don't get me wrong, because I'm like, you got to get us one. But now I'm like, yo, it's a lot riding. It's some legacy. It's some legacy big boy shit riding on this season right here for real for a lot of different players. I think Bron get a championship. I think if Bron gets a back-to-back -back hot take, this might spill off into another episode in the future. Bron get another championship in LA. I think that's like he. To, 
I can't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it yet. I'm not going to do it yet. And the reason why I say I'm not going to do it, because I've already made up my mind, but I'm going to save my opinions and my facts, et cetera, for another episode, maybe even with some guests. But he gets another, if he gets another regular season MVP, if he gets another championship, and if he gets another final MVP, I think y'all know where I'm going. I think y'all know where I'm going. Uh, but yo, again, shout out to, to V Jackson, man. Rest in peace, my brother. Um, no, for real, man. Rest in peace on just, um, we lost a football player. We lost a black man. We, we lost a, I lost a, I lost a peer. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, we was <laughs> born in the same year. So, um, salute to his family, man. And, uh, AD, rest, get well, come back with a vengeance. Bron, just maintain a roster the best way you know you know how. And I'll see y'all next week. Yo, overrun with BTG, and I'm out.